Yo. I'm 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 good. Yeah, 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 you're good, man. Um it's it's it runs through the Wi-Fi, so um if it does disconnect, I'll just uh send another invite. All right, no doubt. Yeah, what's going on though, man? Yo, man, I'm good, baby. How are you? Chilling, bro. Um, it's funny. Right as it was, I was waiting. Right now, as it was dialing, um, I was thinking like, I was like, oh, all right. So I, I, I wanted to talk to him about when I like when I first met him and shit. And I was trying to think of the day when I actually legitimately first met you. And it's funny because we actually met each other through Steve. And yeah. Um. So on my end, the way it was was, uh. Me and Steve, <laughs> you know, this is like 15 years ago, 20 years, not 20, but maybe like 15 years ago. So I, I, everybody be all right. Me and Steve were at, me and Steve were, at, were partying in like, I think Stony Brook or something. And we had crashed in these two girls' room. And um, the next day, uh, we would drive, we went back to campus. And it was one of those kind of nights, but we were out all night. We broke night type shit. And then um, came back, <laughs> came back to campus, like when it was daylight already, like breakfast time and stuff. So like, but like, I remember it was, yeah, so it was like 10 in the morning or whatever ish. And he was like, oh, um, I think you had probably just transferred to the school or something like that. Like I just came to the school from, oh yeah. Cause you used to, you used to go to South Carolina, I think. And, um, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, um, yeah, he was like, yeah, my boy from, um, from Mount Vernon is over here. Da da da. He's going here now. So like, I'm, you know, coming to his dorm room to meet him and stuff. And yeah, and then I used to sitting at your desk just like doing work or whatever. Yeah. And that's it. There's no punchline. There's no punchline. There's yeah. <laughs> nothing special <laughs> no about no that. That's line. it. And then you were just sitting there doing work and you're like, all right, these two Puerto Ricans at my door. What do y'all want? <laughs> <laughs> Mad regular meeting. <laughs> yeah, just very generic. Just like, oh, what's up, man? How you doing? It's me. Yeah. And uh, you know. Yo, but then pretty, obviously but now obviously, you know, you were we were in school for like a couple of years after that and then that's when all the that's when yeah. all the chaos ensues. Yo, there's so many shenanigans that go on at Old West, man. And, man. Oh man. We, you 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 was there huh? you was there in two thousand spring of building five. Hell well, yeah. Yes, yes, yes. Cause we still talk about that. The SmackDown versus Raw. 2006 game we had, and we would play. For, we would play for the belt, for the real actual belt. <laughs> Legend, yo, those, yo, that wing. I think I still talk about that wing now. That shit was. Uh, who was who was your I ran who was your roommate during that time? 06? That was uh for, was Rhino. Wow. Uh, Rhino, the, Rhino was the first half, and then uh, you know I'm, I just laugh. I just pop because I haven't heard nobody call him Rhino in years. So uh, you're the first person I heard referred to him as Rhino in years. Oh my god! But go ahead, yeah, man. Rhino, Rhino was my the first for the, and then uh, and then Dewante was the, the oh okay okay Dewante yeah 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 yeah. And he had transferred. He had transferred in from post from right around the wow. corner. See, I never really knew that. Knew that. Okay, okay, yeah, because like everything moved so fast. We were partying so much that like people just kind of there were people that came, there were people that left. I was there for seven years, 
So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like Tom Yo, Green man, and uh, Road Trip. <laughs> Yo, that wing... That wing was legendary, man. Yeah, yeah, man. That was that was some good times. I, by the end of that semester, they billed me and Rhino four hundred each. Yeah, yeah, just about, just about. Wow. Yeah. It's funny that that you bring that up because, uh, like, I, I want to say last summer, I ran into Angie. Wow. Um, yeah, yeah. I, I got and, her on Instagram, I believe. Yeah, but I ran into Angie. And uh, she's still cool with Matt, and you know they 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 still hang out. Oh wow, but, yo Matt! I haven't seen Matt in years. I still think about Matt, man. Yo Matt is he's a professional now. Now nah, he always was. No, but check this—he always was, right? Cause check this, bro. This is crazy. It would be like three in the morning. Matt would be come will come into the room with a gallon of Hennessy in his book bag, and we would have slapping contests. We would just go slap for slap. <laughs> <laughs> and here you got this short five eight little Puerto Rican kid going slap for slap with this tall six foot big black dude. He's slapping the shit out of me. <laughs> but then that's not even the kicker. Then the kicker is like three hours later he will be suited up going to work, bro. Like he was always he always yeah. had a crazy beast worth uh, work ethic to match the fucking the partying. <laughs> yeah, I mean he he still has it to this day. But all said with Angie, we were just. Building five and, and and just getting crazy, <laughs> and she was telling me, she was like, "Yo, you know, I'm not I'm not going to mention the sorority she's in, but she was like, yo, the people under yeah, yeah. her, they don't, they don't.' He's like, yo, y'all did all of that? <laughs> like, yo, that that was like a regular for us because they don't they don't do it now. They're not they don't get as I guess the word is. Extreme. Do you, do you, you know, um, do you remember the AD that was there for our building? Because I think about him. Uh, he was a black guy, like older, like thirties or forties. He was the AD of the building. I don't know if he was around. Like he wasn't around for too many years, but but nonetheless, he used to come around and he used to tell us. He used to pull us to the side and be like, "Guys, listen, I know y'all having fun right now, but I'm telling you, they're gonna start cracking down. Y'all gotta chill out. You gotta chill out." And then, sure enough, little then after then he like he left, like he resigned, he moved on, whatever. And then, like sure enough, right after that, they had brought in this white lady at one point. I forget her name, Janine. Was it Janine? I don't. I don't even remember the AD. No, 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 no. The AD guy already had left at that point. He probably had left early when I was there. But then, like a few years later, they brought in. They brought in not another AD, but just like this woman. And like I remember, I think her name was Janine. And like a lot of people started getting suspended once she came in. Like if you got into the minors' trouble for having a beer or something in your room, you had to go to her office, and she would give you like the all the way to the other end of the book spectrum, like punishment, like, <laughs> like, oh, all right, so the book says you either get one day to, like, two weeks suspension. Okay, let's go with the two week, like, like she was, like, booting <laughs> motherfuckers, like, out the dorms, too, like, like, you had to leave the dorms and all that shit. Yeah, it was, it was why it got, it, it started getting locked down. They started putting, man, cameras, so, like, yeah. but you know what? I think, <clears throat> I think we had a lot to do with that, man. Like, I tell people, it's like, your fam, I remember waking up one morning, and I forgot this sister's name. It's an older black woman who was in charge of, of housing. And she was out there taking pictures of our wing, bro, because we had chicken bu- chicken bones and beer <laughs> hole. Remember that? Yeah, the visual, the, the visual was crazy. That the hole in the wall was John Q. Uh, Rhino put me through the through the wall, like playing around. It was, it was soft. It was soft sheetrock. But yeah, there was a lot of food. Oh, 
Uh, like I remember, we had bathrooms were disgusting. I remember in, in our room, we had we had the fridge up on the windowsill, and then we had ice cream, chocolate ice cream up there. Someone left the ice cream on top of the fridge, and then we were partying, and then the melted ice cream fell behind the fridge, and then the blinds just had drooped chocolate ice cream the whole <laughs> semester. Ugh. There was beer stains all over the floor. Oh man, that, there was there was so was, much uh... beer stains on the floor that we had a um. A slippery one, wet floor sign in the door in the dorm yeah. room. It had tipped over, and then the imprint that's on the on the sign <laughs> imprinted into the floor like a fake tattoo. <laughs> <laughs> My God, bro! So much Yo, fun, baby. man. But you you think about like think about us now as in like you know quasi adults that we are, right? Yeah, yeah. And, <laughs> And you you look back like like damn so we did a lot of stupid shit yeah yeah we did because <laughs> like, obviously because obviously I always have that thing where I'm like if I could go back I would be like interning and doing all the stuff that they was telling me to do they're like yo you got to start focusing on the future like the teachers and stuff yeah and I'm like yeah 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 all right I got we, like all I'm thinking about is like oh man we got to go to wall bounds after class and I got we got to get these bottles. <laughs> <laughs> Where we gotta yo? Like, it was always was ready. They were, and I wasn't even the one setting all this up. I would just be the guy walking around. They would come to me like, "Yo, tonight's going down. It's going down. Get ready." And I'm like, "Oh man, here we yo, go again. that wing, man." And be, but they, you know, we were in college. <clears throat> we didn't know. You know, where we should have known. We should have listened. But dog, what's the, um, what is the liquor store that that, that was next to Wallbounds, right next to the supermarket? I don't, that, I don't remember the name. I don't remember the name of it, but man, we used to steal so much liquor from there. <laughs> yeah, I think, the, I think this, I think the statute of limitations is is up on that. Man. <laughs> I can, so I, can, I can describe the method. The statute of limitations the, the, the is up on all of that stuff, man. We, that was two thousand six. Listen, man. <laughs> with, um, we had my I had my North Face. I had one of those big bubble North North Faces at the time, and I would put the sleeves in the upper pockets, bro. You just and put them in the upper pockets, man. Like I like I had arms, and my arms would be underneath the jacket, and I had towels stuck oh, in the pockets wow. inside. I see what you're saying. So, that's, <laughs> so you take the bottles out, and you wrap it in the towel underneath, and so it doesn't clink. And I would walk up to the counter. And pay for like a seven dollar bottle of like scissor or, or hypnotic or some one of the small personal. Bottles. Yeah. <laughs> Yo, nah, you blew my mind with the North Face thing because um, this is how bad college was. Um, we used to go to Pathmark, man, and yap food, man, with the North Face, oh. the whole packs of meat, all types of crazy. <laughs> you know what? I'm not. I'm not gonna lie to you, Kenny. I'm mad at myself, man. I remember I had uh, the instant cameras. You remember, Cass used to. I used to walk around and take pictures of everybody. The and, uh, the Kodak disposables thing. Yeah, yo, I I want to say like nine years ago, bro. I got rid of all those cameras, man. I didn't even develop the. Wow, bro, Rhino, Rhino lost, developed man. all of his. So Rhino had like 20, 30 of those things, bro. Because that was something else we used to yap from Target. <laughs> hey, listen, man. They ain't got the proof. Nah. Good luck Yo, finding that footage in 2006. Cool. But, uh... <laughs> Yo, but um, but this... yeah, but now he, but man, he actually had... went and developed all those pics, bro. And he has like Tupperwares full of pics from the, from that era. Oh, that's awesome! Yeah, man. yeah, yeah, for real. That's dope. Cause I, I don't know what. Yo, I had a, I had probably like eight cameras, man. And I was just like, I was like, I don't even want to know. Yeah, right. Is, the guy... 
the guilt. He said, you know what, burn him. He burnt him. Yeah, that's funny. He threw him in the fireplace. Yeah. <laughs> he was wearing like a cardigan. You had the little poker for the fire thing. You were like, man, enough of this. Yeah. No, no evidence. <laughs> yeah, facts, man. Because that, like, our era, like, that's... Just that's just when Facebook started popping. I don't even think Old Westbury was on Facebook. You know, it's funny. I be I'm talking to somebody like I've been talking to somebody lately from back in that era, and we were talking about the um yeah, bro, how we literally grew up through the evolution of Facebook. Like it started in '04, like, and it was just kicking off when we was we used to go to the library just to go on Facebook for a few hours or hour or so. Oh, remember that? Oh, like my so God. right right now, I don't even know how we uploaded pics. I'm thinking about it now. In 2006, everybody's page had some had pics from parties and drinking in the rooms and all that. And I'm like, how did we do it? Did we put the pictures on a thumb drive and take it to the library? And we had, to. right? I don't, I don't, I don't even remember how we did that, man. How the hell do we? Remember... <laughs> how did niggas upload pictures? On them? Yo, because bro, like I remember like commenting on pictures and everything, like the way it is now. Like it was back, it was more manual, it was more analogish. <laughs> yeah, was, everybody was in, nobody was doing work in the library. Oh no, 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 no. yeah, yeah. Well, maybe the occasional paper here and there, but yeah, it was mostly Facebook, mostly. Oh, and and man. little and little did the school know, bro, because um, I remember like you know, I, and I was in, I was, uh, I don't know what you, what what pro, what thing you were in major or whatever, but I was in, in media communication, so I they had me doing all these tech classes, but it was very seventies, eighties esque. And they weren't. They didn't even have. It's like poor old Westbury. They didn't. They weren't even ready. They didn't even have the proper. I took one class throughout the whole seven years that the teacher was explaining, like trying to get us ready. Like yeah, like virtual reality thing. Like he was saying, like when you plan a vacation, now you're gonna be able to go inside the actual home and look at it and all this stuff. And I think about like Travago and all that stuff now. And I'm like, damn. He he. There was one teacher that had his finger on the pulse with everything coming now, <laughs> but. Yeah, like we didn't get uh Max with Final Cut Pro and stuff till like 2010-ish, 2009-ish, like till I was, almost till I was out of there. That yo, that is <clears throat> bananas, man. Just damn the disadvantage that we were at. Yeah, yeah, for real. Um <laughs> somebody was telling me recently, they were like, Yo, I like the TV studio though. Like the TV studio, the TV studio was fun in there and everything. Um, but even that to me, I'm like, damn, it felt 70s-ish. But it, but I ain't gonna lie, I did love obviously, you know, it being the only TV studio on campus, I loved any classes that I could take the like any of those those TV yeah. classes. But um, when I came down here to Full Sail, it's like, oh, Westbury on steroids in terms of the tech, like just tech-wise. Yeah, yeah. But, um, yeah, the old Facebook days, man. That's funny stuff, man. <laughs> Try, trying to decipher how we put up the pictures. Yeah, I don't even know. That's going to be – I'm going to be wrapping my brain around that all day now. <laughs> uh, getting all nostalgic. Yeah, man. yeah, Matt. I haven't. I even. I even have because I have the one thing on um, Instagram. I don't. But I. Have, I don't even have Matt on Instagram. He's on there, right? I'll find him through your page. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He he's on there, man. But uh, he 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 ain't posting like he used to, man. Nah, he's uh, he's on. You his, said he's uh, working. He's, he's working in a stuff. political office type of deal right now. Yeah, yeah. He he works in. Uh, I, I did see some of that. Last I saw him on Instagram, I, he, I did see some of that because I had a page. About three, four years ago, I deleted it. I just recreated this page I have now, like maybe two, three years ago. Yeah, I did, but mm. I did. I do remember him working in like a, a, a office of um, like like you know, like one of those Democratic Party type, whatever. I don't know, man. I'm so politically literate. Listen, man. 
<laughs> Yo, you. I saw. I see on your on your Instagram. You down there doing big things, man. Yeah, thank you, man. I mean, yeah, I came down here in 2017. My mom, <clears throat> she bought a house down here around 2014 or 15-ish, um, and she was renting it out from New York to some tenants down here. And um, eventually, the tenants were moving out. Um, two years ago, the tenants were like, "Hey, we're moving out because uh, one of our, one of their parents are passing away, and they're giving us their house, and it's a much bigger, nicer house, blah blah blah, whatever." So my mom was like, "Yeah, okay." And then at that same time, the rent at in Staten Island, where my mom was living, the rent damn near tripled, and they downsized oh, her apartment. God. She went, we went from the two bedroom that I grew up in to like they put her in this one bed, like towards the end, right before she was like, "Fuck this, I'm out." They put her in a one bedroom and doubled the rent, type shit. Yeah, oh, so she shit. hated it. So she's like, "Hold on, wait a minute, what the hell, man? I'm out, I'm going to Florida." <laughs> yeah, it all, it all just this, happened at the same, same time. Yeah, and then and then all that's happening, and then also at the same time, I I had broke up with my ex at the time, and um, I was with her for like four years, living with her and shit, and then it just ended. So it all just is like like a hurricane of all that just happened at the same time, and then. So we all just like the Brady Bunch just packed the jeep and drove to Florida. Me, <laughs> her, her boyfriend, and my brother. Yeah. Awesome. Listen, man. Sometimes you know things work out, man. I see. I got kind of a lot of messy. Yo, he's down there at NXT doing his thing. I mean, I always, yeah, yeah I always, you know, I always loved doing all this media stuff, man. Um, when I like towards the end of my run at O. Westbury in two thousand nine, two thousand ten ish, I started. That's when I finally got involved with college radio. I was doing like a little, I had like a little weekly show every Wednesday on campus, like a pre, one hour pre-recorded show. I would just play like little rock music and shit. Um, and I had a, I had a white girl, a host, Annalise. Wow. I definitely lost touch with that girl. I haven't heard from her since 2009, probably. <laughs> Whew. She was cool. She was just one of the girls that used to be at the radio station, but she had a dope like voice, like a dope radio voice. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, um, yeah, we used to just go back and forth and talk just like this. It was like just an hour. And I would play like little music in between and stuff like that. Yeah, I don't know. And then yeah, so when I came down here, I don't know. You know, you know what it is too, man. Um, when I was like from from 2013, actually, you know what? Probably since I graduated O West, all the way up until I moved down here. So I graduated O West 2010. I moved down here 2017 for seven years, bro. Like once I left O West, bro, I'm like, damn. I worked in some media companies and shit, but I'm like, damn. I still want to do more with this. Like I don't want to just give up and just go get her. Like I just. I want to keep going, want to keep going, want to keep going. And so it's been yeah. a battle because um, that's part of, that's like part of the reason why me and my ex even broke up is because like I couldn't really hold a regular job. And I just I was always just pondering, like, what do I want, want to do like career wise and shit? And then <clears throat> but in that window from 2013 to 2017, I, I knew about Full Sail because WWE has a, um, a partnership with them. And then so they have a developmental league, NXT. And you probably know, because I know you, you, I've, I've read some of your comments and stuff. So, right, so NXT, I'm like, oh, shit, NXT's down there, full sale. So when my mom was like, oh, I'm going to move down there, I Googled, like, let me Google map the distance from my mom's house to full sale, like, just to see, just to see if I if I move down there, if I could legitimately even try to get into the school. Bro, the school is three miles from my house. I was like, yeah, we out. I'm like, we out. Yeah, I'm like, yeah, yeah, I'm out, I'm out. Because like, she was asking me, like, do you want to do you want to come with me to Florida? Do you want to stay in New York? And once I Googled that, I'm like, oh, nah, we out. We are out. Um, <laughs> and, uh, yeah, man, and I signed up and everything worked out. I even got to intern with NXT for about eight months. Um, 
Yeah, man. And now I graduated. And again, um, <laughs> it's weird because now I'm really at that point. Like when you when you're in your twenties, you you can hold out. But now I'm in my thirties. I'm like, damn, I, I don't. It's not like giving up. But it's like, damn, I might just have to go get that regular old job, just punch in, become that become that <laughs> Al Bundy. You know what I mean? <laughs> Yo, at the older it's I like, get, the more like I always yeah. loved Al Bundy, man. Side note, but the more older I get, I say I understand that man. That man's life, man. No, ma'am. You the, you you're the one that taught me the acronym of No Man, <laughs> National Organization yep. of Men Against Amazonian Masterhood. Yeah, man. Yeah, that's uh, what the owl, man. Three yeah. touchdowns in one Pokai, game. baby. <laughs> bro. Oh man. So what about you? Like after after Westbury, you um, how did you like fall into um? becoming a family guy and all that good stuff well it's, you know it's my late as you know my last year man i converted to, to islam and i went on did you did you um asking. when did you convert if you don't mind me asking my, uh 2007 to, really you were you were in old westbury yeah my senior year no man. way my oh so you graduated in 07 no, I graduated 08. Oh, wait, wow. Yeah. See, that's what I mean. Yeah. And there you go. And then you, like, drifted away. And there, I didn't even notice. It wasn't like, oh, it's another yeah. semester. Like, oh, where's Whipper this semester? It's like, man, things are just, shit, everything just flew by. Okay, so now I'm putting it on to perspective. So, 08, yeah, you graduated, right. but 07, you, okay, so go ahead, my best. So, after 08, you graduated. Graduated, man. Then I had a uh, work for, like, an airport for a while. Did that. That really... That really gave me a, an eye-opening. Um, I was there for like four years. Man. TSA or? No, I was a baggage handler, bro. Oh, okay. I was oh, there, though. That's a good pain. My mom always wanted, like, because when I lived in Staten Island, we lived by the airports, by Newark and all that. So my mom always was pushing for me to work at the airport. Yeah, <clears throat> that that doesn't really open my eyes, man, because that those are those are life experiences that that you really can't buy, you know, like that that. I was there for almost five years after after college. Wow. Yeah. And I was thinking like, damn, is this it? <laughs> that's yeah, that's you know, um if it's it's like it's almost like it feels good to know you're not alone when you hear that. Yeah, it's like damn, word. It's a fear. It's it well, it's both, right? Because you're getting paid, you got a good job with benefits, right? But you yeah. know there's still that little tingling loin like in your soul. You're just like, ah, but ah, okay. You're like, okay, I'm getting paid. I'm getting paid. But you're like, am I really? Like, yeah. It's still kind of not like itches in the back of your brain, like a little brain ninja. Like, you're still always constantly yeah. thinking like, hmm. Is, is it something more? Yeah, you know? yeah. So I, I actually took money out and um, I went to the New York Film Academy. Really? For like for like three for like three months and that was a that was a dope that really just ignited me. Was it was it a and three month it was a three month program or you were in, in No a three month program Wow because um there's people down here in the, full the there's people year. down here in full so that 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 got rejected by New York Film Academy. I've heard a lot of that too. Or NYU film school stuff like that. They're like, Yeah, I got rejected, man. Da, da, da. Yeah, well the NY NYU film is yeah, you know, that's a graduate program. What I did was more like, you know, training. The New York Film Academy is more like training to put to, for acting on film and reading scripts and you know, what, you know, digging and you know, trying to trying to find the core of a character and things like that. Man. Where, what What did you like most about filmmaking? <laughs> oh, it's just the whole pro, just the whole process. It, 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 it's kind of like watching paint dry, but 
if you like it, if it's something that you want to do with entertainment and, and just being there is something you want to do, then it's, it's fun. Yeah, you got to yeah, you got to be crazy. You got to be crazy for it. I mean, when you watch, um, you know, if you watch like roundtables with directors and stuff like that, they'll say like, bro, you got to be a little nuts to be in this industry, bro. Like like you yeah. said, that's perfect analogy about the watching paint dry, because it's is a definitely a super slow methodical <laughs> process, and Mad Murphy's Law happens along the way. Like everything <laughs> that can fuck up definitely does at some point along the way, and you're constantly putting out fires, and new ones keep popping up along the way, and you got to keep rolling with the punches. Nah, bro, for real, because like basically what I was in was a one year program, and same same gimmick like you know they well i don't know if they put you to make a film or not but like they had put us to make a film bro like from scratch like uh fundraise uh, build a set casting the whole gimmick bro and man was it a lot of like whoo a lot of chaos a lot of chaos yeah i, I, I believe it man we had to do um <clears throat> since it was three months i had to do was it three months or six months i think i think it might have been six months because i know i was in there with people who were doing a year Okay. They, okay. Were, they were doing. They were doing a year, and I remember. I remember that some had screwed up, and the people who were doing a year program got like free, uh, free craft services, and they got to do their and their film. They got something else contributed to their film from the school because the school messed up. Oh, nice. But, but what I learned, man, was just like I one. I'm I'm a dope ass villain. Yeah. What you said? Say it again. I'm a, I said I'm a dope ass villain. <laughs> so you 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 can go ahead. I, oh, I was gonna say when I did uh when I was doing my acting things and they were giving me scenes when I was doing the good guy or I was playing scared or nervous they're like yeah I, you know you could do better but as soon as they gave me like a villain role they're like nah you, you know play that's funny dog. that means that means <laughs> if this was wrestling that means that they would have tried you as a baby face and they would have been like and then they would have been like nah cut a heel promo and then they were like yep he's a heel. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh man, right up, right up my alley, man. Because I never saw anybody's like reaction like that when I did it in front of the class, and uh, and everybody was like, "Yo, that shit was kind of weird and like scary a little bit." <laughs> like the girl, I was, it was like, "Yo, I actually got a little nervous." Wow. <laughs> hey man, everybody got their niche, man. Maybe you could be in like horror movies or those thrillers with like the creepy boyfriends and stuff. I'm I'm, I'm with it. Whatever get me paid, man. <laughs> And that, and that's that's another thing I learned about entertainment too, man. It's just like, don't say don't say no to anything. Like if it's a role, you know, you say oh, I don't want to be typecast. If you if you want to if you like acting and you like entertainment and you like getting paid, do take the Samuel L. Jackson and Danny Ter- Ter- uh, Trail roles, man. Like they do everything. They don't turn down roles, man. You see them cats pop up in C list movies. Hmm. Yeah, yeah. They, I just watched. I just, just watched like um, Jim Carrey just did something. It's on uh, Stars, but I mean it's not a Stars original, but I'm, but I was watching on Stars. Um, something truth, untold truth, something, and he plays like a, a Russian guy. It takes place like in Russia. It's about a murder, but it's like a C-list indie foreign type film, and it's Jim freaking Carrey. I'm like, yo, this is Ace Ventura, like, but yeah, <laughs> but hey, like you said, in the name of just take everything, man. Yeah, I mean if you like if you like it and you just like. Uh acting and you just like entertaining people and you say, yo, I want to, I want to try as many uh, roles or many, as many characters as I can to, to kind of test myself. Then yeah, man, take, take all them joints, man. Uh, I, I wish I was uh, in wrestling. I could be, I don't know, I'm five. 
<laughs> nah, but the no, nah, size of wrestlers have went way down now. It's not just super steroided guys anymore. It's like regular size looking guys now in wrestling now. Like, look at Daniel Bryan. Yeah, no. You know what I'm saying? Like, Kevin Owens. Kevin Owens. I got the Kevin Owens body. The Kevin Owens gut. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, yeah, man. Shit. I, shit. I didn't. Oh, uh, man. I wish I could. Like, I've always, like, obviously fantasized about, like, oh, man, man, I was a wrestler. But for me, it was always, like, my glasses. I was always, like, damn. Unless I got laser eye surgery. But it's damn expensive. But, um. Yeah, for me it was always the glasses. I'm like, ah, oh, I wear glasses because it wearing glasses um, bothered me when I was playing football in high school. Like playing without my glasses on, I couldn't even see. I'm like, oh, yeah, yo, <laughs> I, thought, I thought you had the Horace Grant goggles. I was t- tackling my own teammates. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, but yeah, yeah, right. Like yo, Greg, get off the field, man. You good? You had enough, man. But um, yeah, that would be dope, bro. Like if you were to really try to pursue that. They do have, and I realize now too. They do have um, wrestling schools in the city. Well, are you are you still? Uh, where, where are you staying? Right? Oh, you said New Road. You're in New Road. Yeah, man. But I can't listen, man. Or with the, with the wife, the children. I mean, I can't. I don't. I don't have time. Damn. Yeah. And you know what's funny? Like, imagine if you did blow up and you got signed to WWE. You're on the road all year. Yeah. That's the biggest yeah, problem man, with let, that is that they miss their families. You know. Yeah, and on top of that, man, I don't think I'm Diamond Dallas Page. You know, DDP jumped in at 35. He really did. I'm 34. That's why I'm like, my window's not closed yet. <laughs> yeah. I live, I, live, I, I live three miles from the performance center. I might just pull up. Like, yo, guys, listen, just give me one shot. Just give me one shot. I, I, yo, give me the mic. Just give me, just, <laughs> give me the mic. Let me show you how to cut a promo. Just put a mic in my hand. Let me cut a promo on everybody and their mother. But um, And then once I sign my first contract, I'll get the laser eye surgery. But <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> word, man. Yeah, WrestleMania. WrestleMania is gonna be in New York, man. Yeah, yo, can't. I got so much stuff going on there. I want, I want to go, but I, I, yeah, I looked at them tickets. Yeah, tickets just, yeah. So, and you any, you have any affiliation with uh with WWE? Because I'm, I want to say, I want to go on my little spill real quick. How how I feel? I don't want to get you in trouble, man. Well, what do you mean? No, I'm not. I mean, I don't. What do you, no, go ahead, bro. I have my opinions too. <laughs> uh, well, listen, man. Right now, what WWE is doing, man, their storytelling isn't captivating anymore, man. And Wait, I don't say that. Know say that one more time because like, it dipped out. Say that one more time. That is, the storytelling is this, what? The storytelling isn't captivating anymore. Oh, word, you know, I know. Not. Yo, bro, who you telling, man? I Oh, bro, I talk about this all the time. Even when I used to be on the road, like, with the other fellow interns, like, because they were the young young crowd, like, they're into this new shit. And I was the old head traveling with them to the shows and stuff. Um, I would <laughs> even still talk about, like, and they know, too. They know how wrestling was and what it is. But, um, yeah, bro, nah, it was way better back then, bro. Like, nowadays, like, like let's take WrestleMania, for example, right now. All these matches that they're throwing together right now are not that great, bro. Like they put they put Randy Orton yeah. and AJ Styles, they just threw them together, right? Now, mind you, Kurt Angle is on this little farewell tour. Him and Samoa Joe and AJ, they used to have great battles at TNA, man. I think they could have did. I I thought about this yesterday while I was watching SmackDown. I'm like, damn, they could have. Kurt Angle's last match could have been a whole storyline with either Samoa Joe or AJ Styles, like an old school TNA angle. But yeah, big picture though. They they ripped the belt right off of Oscar just to put it on Charlotte to make her more credible for the WrestleMania for the triple threat match. And this yeah. whole Batista Triple H thing, I'm like, yo, this is whack, bro. This is not believable at all, man. And that that's I hate to keep bringing them up, 
bringing bringing him up, but that's what CM Punk was talking about. Yeah, you know what I, I still go back and watch. I was literally actually listening to the podcast he did with Coca Bandit a few days ago. Like, I, every few years, you got to go back and remind yourself, like, why is wrestling so like what's going on? And you go, oh, yeah. And I mean, listen, man, yeah. we, we grew up on Triple H, obviously, the, the old school Triple H, we know that's the man, but. Yeah. But right now, like I look at Shinsuke, I'm like, what? They're not doing nothing with Shinsuke. It's just a lot of stuff, just mad stuff. But but that's but that's but that's nothing new amongst the wrestling community where they talk about how like, you know, these indie stars and these NXT stars go to WWE and their careers get killed, or they send them to 205 Live or something like they'll make a joke or something like that. Uh, I think honestly, I think yeah, that's listen. why the Young Bucks started AEW, bro. Yeah, I, I can't wait. I can't. I can't wait. And I'm kind of tight that. I couldn't get tickets out to Vegas to, to go to go see double or nothing, man. Cause you know, one, I mean, I, I, I just couldn't I couldn't fit it in my schedule. And two is is during Ramadan, so I can't, I'm gonna be fasting. I don't want to die out there in, Vegas. <laughs> in the desert. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, trying trying to watch double or nothing. Yeah, man. Yeah, well, the the good thing for me down here is in Florida. Um, they're gonna be doing events down here in Jacksonville and stuff like that. So I'm I'm gonna definitely try to check something out when they go to Jacksonville, and then uh, speaking of WWE WrestleMania, WrestleMania is gonna be in Tampa next year. So let's see what's up with that. That's gonna be dope. Yeah, that's gonna be dope. Yeah. But you know what? It's that PC. Uh, I hate to sound like that old. No, nah, we. But it's the PC. Culture, yeah. Man. No. Yeah. Right. You're right. Cause um, and it's funny because Ronda Rousey even said it the other day. I think it was, I think it was Ronda. So so all three of the girls it was Ronda, Becky, Charlotte. They're on ESPN on Sports Center doing a quick three minute interview for Mania promoting Mania. And I think Ronda said it. She was like, "Yeah, we went from bra and panties matches to like people respecting the women's wrestling." Da da da. And I'm like, I get that, but then those bra and panty matches were drawn in seven million viewers a week every Monday. Now they only get they only get yeah. two million now. Yeah, the network only has one point eight million. You know what's crazy? Somebody pointed this out to me on a wrestling podcast. There's there's more people watching Monday Night Raw than WrestleMania that's gonna than are gonna watch WrestleMania because the network only has one point eight million subscribers and Monday Night Raw averages two point three million viewers. Think about that, man. <laughs> Think about like WrestleMania used to be a spectacle, yeah, bro. Really, it used to be a spectacle. You used to look forward to it was like yo, the build ups were crazy. Now, it was like the it's Super like, Bowl, okay. man. Like the second Yeah, now, yeah. Triple Triple H is going. He's going. He's going to wrestle again. Like, for, are you taking Undertaker's spot? Is this supposed to be your streak? Well, that's another thing that people talk about too. Is should the old heads like be giving these slots to other talent? Like, instead of that whole, you know, because every year Triple H is either fighting Sting or this one or Goldberg or whatever, whoever I don't know, but not Goldberg, but you know, he always puts himself in in the event, and it's like, bro, like you could give that spot to somebody else, but I don't know, maybe. And then that that's also a giveaway that they aren't doing that good when it comes to Mania. It's like, oh, Triple H, I gotta, I gotta lace up the boots again just to draw some tickets. You know, they had they put they put Ronda Rousey in the main event. Like they're trying to do everything they can now to sell these tickets, but they're still using the Attitude Era guys to sell to to sell Mania, which kind of in a in a weird way it kind of shows that they kind of really don't have faith in their new talent like that like that or just that their new talent yeah. is not. The new the new talent is not over with the casual regular people. Like back in the day, regular hood dudes, everybody knew who Stone Cold was. <laughs> everybody knew everybody knew the Rock. You know Hulk Hogan. You just know Macho Man Randy Savage. You just know Ric Flair. You just these are household names. Besides John Cena, bro, they haven't really made another and Batista maybe because especially because the Guardians of the Galaxy, they haven't really made any other household names like that. 
but is the is the mic work? So you you take away the freelance and the the independence that the wrestlers used to have, and like getting on the mic and just you know you know make sure you mention WrestleMania, make sure you mention next Monday, and make sure and but you can't you can't do that and you can't do that anymore if everything is scripted and you got somebody who's you know I'll, I'm gonna write this for for Roman and I'm a, you you can say it like this. He's gonna forget. Yeah, it's gonna come out dry. It's gonna come out. Un, uh, you know, it's not gonna be authentic at all. At imagine, all. imagine being the guy like it's 1998. Attitude that was like buzzing. They they pull you to the side. They're like, all right, we're gonna um here take this paper and this is a, a word for word <laughs> script. I want you to give it to the Rock and you tell the Rock this is what he has to read word for word. Imagine handing the Rock a script from some writer like here. This is what you're gonna say tonight. Like you crazy, bro? Like. <laughs> He'd be like, you know what you do with that script, right? You can turn that sunburn sideways and stick it straight up your candy ass. (laughs) For real, man. But now, but just can't just look at it, bro. Like, and I and I heard Kenny Omega say it too. You got you got Big E, Xavier Woods, and Kofi Kingston. Arguably, three men that you could put the belt on, the Universal or WWE Championship, and they could and they could main event. But you stick them in this gimmick that's that they got over because you didn't believe in them. But they got they got it over, and you you refuse to give them a wait who chance wait who said this Kenny them. Omega you said what yeah Kenny, that was, not... Kenny Omega said this I want to say a year or two ago when his contract was up in New Japan and he was thinking about coming to the WWE and he's just like oh, yo I'm gonna I'm I gonna look that you. up yeah that, wow that's yeah bro that's crazy because right now you because you know because yeah. you know everything else I forgot about this too you know all that Kofi Mania stuff going on right now right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's crazy. Like, but WWE's known for that too, man. Like, when someone gets themselves over, they're like, nah, you're not over to we say you're over type ish. But then I. But uh, it, it, it's a waste. No, it's my fault. Kid. It, it's, it's just a waste, man, in my opinion. It's like you got mad talent. And it's crazy because, like, if the fans want Kofi to get win the belt, why not do that? Like, it, like <clears throat> put Kofi aside. Like, you're just sitting there going, damn, bro. Like, Mania. Like, if you're in the, an executive, you're like, damn, WrestleMania, man. We had to put Ronda in the, you know, we had to, we had to sell now that it's like a first ever women's main event. We got that to sell more tickets, you know. Um, we got Batista and stuff, but, you know, all these other matches just seem kind of lackluster or whatever. Like, and then they're like, all right, so how are we going to make it better? I don't know. You had it. Kill Kofi did and that's, it. Kofi and that's did what I'm saying. That, thank you. And that's what I'm saying. How are we going to make it better? You know what? If the people really want put the belt on Kofi, let's just put the belt on Kofi then. Let's do it. That way, at least, then at least, then, then everyone will come out of Mania and be happy. They might not say it was a great card overall, but they'll come out and say, yes, I was happy with Mania. I was satisfied with the way it ended. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah like you're, oh, you're going to put Kurt Angle. This is his farewell match against, against Baron Corbin. And that's what I'm saying. Like, he's had his best matches um, with Samoa Joe and AJ back in TNA, man. They could have did a whole angle with that. Even not uh, even. Oh, I just thought a whole angle in my head, man. Like you got Samoa Joe saying, "Yo, I beat you then." I That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm good. saying, man. The Samoa Joe match was because um he fought Samoa Joe on Raw as as part of his farewell tour, and it was dope because everybody mm-hmm. else he's fought so far on this on his farewell tour like it's been like a babyface type of feel, like handshakes and like like thank you for that match and stuff, whatever. But when he did when Samoa Joe came out for his match against Angle. He came out hot with the mic in his hand, like, yo, like, I don't know about all this farewell stuff, but I'm finna end your career right now, like, type-ish, and came in the ring hot, like, (laughs) 
You know what I mean? So I'm like, dang, that could have been the gimmick. That could have been the, the the angle right there for Mania for for angle, the angle for angle. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but listen, man, you're right. The the book. I don't know whose book. I don't know who's booking him. You know, I don't know if it's Vinny Mac. It is. I mean, yeah, yeah, it's still him for sure. He's still running everything right now for sure. Like on the very top. Come yeah, on, yeah, dog. Yeah. You got you have Finn Balor who was who was in New Japan who was hot. Came over to WWE. You stuck him in NXT. Okay, you want you want to show him the ropes? How you do things over here with the big boys? Yeah. And he still got over. And you and you didn't and you didn't push him. You put the belt back on Brock. You know what's gonna happen. Well, bottom line now, bro. Um, all these guys now, like Dean Ambrose, is the first one to kick it off. Once their contracts are naturally expired, they're just gonna be like, yeah, no, nah, I'm I'm good on resigning, and um, I'm taking my talents <laughs> to AEW. Yeah, I'm gonna say that, but yeah. I think this is the new Monday Night War in a sense. Not literal, because it's not a Monday program, you know, whatever. But, but yeah, yeah, yeah. But basically, yeah. the new, like, WCW, man, they're going to, like, create, comp- like, now these guys have a, out uh, another spot. They're like, you know, because I know a lot of guys that are on top that um, get released or want to leave. They're probably like, damn, New Japan is the shit, but do I really want to move my family to Japan right now? But now to have another American company that's paying as much as because I I read somewhere that Chris Jericho this is his biggest contract even in WWE the AEW contract he got yeah type ish and Dean Ambrose is, I'm I don't know if Dean Ambrose is confirmed for AEW I doubt it is confirmed right now but you know what I'm saying obviously the speculation obviously I, who's not gonna be surprised if you see him pull up in July in the AEW venue or whatever but yeah man everyone's about to be out they're like yo fuck this this place is like uh. I want the I want the Usos to leave. The what? The I was Usos. thinking about them too yesterday. Yeah, because that's another dream match: the Usos versus the Young Bucks. Man, we gotta see Ooh. that super Ooh. kick party, man. We gotta see that. Yeah, come on, man. That that the, the booking basically writes itself, and uh, and not for nothing. I'm happy for the for the women. I'm happy that you know. I, yeah, I of course. Braun yeah, 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 no, of course. Now, listen, did, did I love me some Braun Page matches, Tory Wilson and all that back in the days? Stacey Keebler? Oh, hell yeah. I was 15, bro. <laughs> of course, of course you got to like you, right? was peaking, bro. What, bro? Braun Page matches, let me lock the door, put a sock on the doorknob. <laughs> hey, man, it's the attitude era, man. Nah, but, you know, but now, yeah, bro, like I watched... um let me see. I'm trying to think. What was a really good women's match I watched recently? Because especially I'd be pulling up to the NXT tapings and I'd be seeing the women's matches right in front of me. Um, I can't think of that off the, like a certain match match off the bat, but I could tell you some a couple of the girls right now off the bat, like Bianca Belair. Yeah, she, she dope. And she could, yeah, man. There's a girl Rhea Ripley in the UK thing. I think she's in. Who's um Who's the Japanese shorty that the uh... Her elbow, her elbow looks just like Macho Man. Um, Oscar um, or Kyrie, no, no, Kyrie no, 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 not Oscar. the pirate, the pirate princess. Yeah, yeah, yo, when she, ju- I'm not going front. When she jumps off the top rope with the elbow. I'm like, yo, that looks just like he has the same form. And then how about em- how about Ember Moon? You, you know, you, see, you ever saw Ember Moon's finisher? How she does the stunner from the top rope? Yeah, yo, but they don't they don't know how to book those women either. I got tired of seeing Charlotte and Sasha mm-hmm. exchange the belt. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know what I mean? Right. right. <laughs> now nah, that yeah, you're right because you that's a, that's a whole other subject in terms of them booking the women too. The best thing that is right now that they did right now, the best move they made was was the WrestleMania main event, the Ronda shit, in terms of like for the women and shit. Yeah. Um, the tag team, and now yeah, they got that, their that's own... going that's going to go to Charlotte. Hmm. 
Huh? No, I was gonna say now they got the. No, no, go ahead, go ahead. I was gonna say now they got the the tag team too, the women's tag team championships. So that that kind of makes the division a little doper too, because you got the iconics, you got yeah. Nia Jax, Tamina. So that you know, that that's gonna be interesting. That was long overdue. That was long. Overdue. Yeah. Oh yeah. Especially now with the roster, there's a million people on the roster. Definitely has space for more yeah, women's that, titles. Hell yeah. That was that was long. Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm, I'm kind of tight. They got they got rid of the hardcore title. That used to be cool. one. Cash used to just have. <laughs> The hardcore matches, the hardcore title. Yo, the hardcore title. That was, you pull up with the, with the ref, like, come on, ref, ref, ref. He's over here. Come on, come on. <laughs> Yo, hold on. I think we used to do that too at Old Westbury. Uh, I think we had the hardcore title too. Yeah. If I'm not mistaken. Did I say that again? I said, if I'm not mistaken, I think we had the hardcore title at, at Old West. Um, Cats used, used to fight. Maybe. Over. Maybe. <laughs> maybe, bro. Or maybe it was that the belt. No, I know what it was. I think it was the belt that I had, the, the one that I was using. It was like a mini replica, actual leather, not real leather or, or real gold, but, you know, imitation leather and gold-plated WCW heavyweight belt, a miniature version. But I think it had cracked. And once it cracked, yeah, we yeah. made it the hardcore title. I think Rhino cracked. He probably did. He probably did. He probably did. Because oh. <laughs> I don't remember. That was one of those things where I like, I think I came in the room and they were like, oh, the belt broke. And I was like, oh. And then I just, I remember that being like the first next thought in my head. I could be wrong, but uh, yeah, I just, it was like, oh, well, I guess it's the hardcore title now. Uh, <laughs> Word, man. Oh, man. Just ain't, uh, Yo, so how, how did you, times, um, so what's up with the grassroots thing going on, man? What's all that about? How did you get into that? Yeah, grassroots podcast. Well, one of my when I left the airport, I went to uh, work for Verizon just to give you a brief mm-hmm. history. And one of my supervisors was uh, my 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 co-host Brandon. And Brandon and I, we just became like friends. Mm-hmm. It was you know uh, outside of outside of work. And Brandon went to he went he took a grad class at Rutgers when he ran ran into the other co-host Aaron. Okay. They saw they kicked it off, and Brandon and myself and another one of our friends, we tried to do an, uh, our own podcast called Writers Block, where we were just going to critique movies and and you know go off on you know this is what I would have did in this movie, and this is how I would have how I would have wrote. Mm, that okay. didn't, that didn't take off, but Aaron, Brandon, and Aaron started uh, the Grassroots podcast at the same time. So he was doing two at the same time, and he's like, "Yo." If we just move over to grassroots and put all our energy behind that, because you know I have connect, uh, Brandon had connects and Aaron had connects, so he's just like, yo, we do that, put all all our energy behind that, and we could we could really take off. I was just supposed to be like a fill in for when they didn't have guests. Yeah, that's like when I look at you your know? page, that's how it appears. I'm like, I, I see you thrown in because it's funny. I, I help out these other guys down here with a wrestling thing down here that they do. And yeah, same thing. I just I'm just like a contributor. Like I'll just help them out. Like I'll either run the boards for them, or if one of them can't make it, I'll jump on camera real quick for that one night <clears throat> type of ish. Yeah, so that that's what just happened, and then I just became a regular. And the get and the guests, and then when whenever the guests came in, unless it's a guest like we actually we're cool with, mm-hmm. like Lyric Perez, who's a producer on State of the Culture, um, I'll sit in on their right. interview. You know, and I'll have and I'll have a mic, 
But other than that, man, it's just the grassroots thing took off. And hopefully, man, we can just keep doing bigger and better things this year, man. Yeah, it looks – where, like, where can people listen to that? Like, how can I find it if I want to listen to it? Yeah. It's on yeah, uh, Apple Podcasts. We have, you can subscribe there, YouTube. You know, you check us out at uh, – Oh, yeah, y'all, y'all do a video? Y'all do a video one? Yeah, we do video. Oh, snap. Yeah. Yeah, so you just type in grassroots and that's R O U T E S. You know, I know it's spelled route, but it's copy, new. copy. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, it's one of those yeah, words I mean, with two pronunciations. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So we, <laughs> so, so we we do that, and uh, yeah, just go to YouTube, man. You can check us out. All right, bet, man. We just got uh, episode one twelve up, man. Wow, you've been going for a minute. Yeah. Oh, snap. yeah, man. Damn. Facts. Grassroots. Thanks, so what do you what do you usually like yeah, talk man. about and stuff? Like is it is a general general topic or I like I like to describe it as pop culture, politics, uh, stuff going on like Cardi B, R. Kelly, Jesse Smollett yeah, just got released, you know. shit like that. Yeah, one hundred percent, man. Cardi Cosby out here, man. Yo, <laughs> I just read that yesterday, and it's funny because um one of my boys he just posted something about like so are we canceling Cardi like. Like, um, not not asking. Like, I, I don't I don't want to put out the context, but he was something about canceling Carter. But yeah, bro, I just read that last night. I don't even know. Like, honestly, you know, again, we come from like we told my statue of limitations and all that. We can't. I can't be hypocritical. <laughs> I've done a bunch of wild shit. We've all well. You you probably not have done as bad not, as we Kenny, have. I know, Kenny. I knew you. I knew you a long time, Kenny. I never heard no stories of you drugging people and robbing them. Nah, nah. And I definitely wasn't drugging bitches or nothing like that neither. I wasn't. <laughs> I mean, like we were just doing wild shit in general. Yeah, yeah. But I don't mean like yeah, I drugged the bitch once. Nah, nobody ever drugged them. <laughs> I'm just saying that we just in general were some wild fraternity brothers that were just raging and partying a lot and and shit like that. I might have taken some money out of a bitch's purse here and there on a road trip. But <laughs> listen, man, I need some fucking food on this drive back home. Sorry, but <laughs> yeah, th- things get things get crazy between Old Westbury, Stony Brook, Adelphi, <laughs> Buffalo. It's because yeah. things get crazy listen, on man, those trips. When there's thirty heads, word, when there's thirty heads in a house, everyone's sleeping at six in the morning, and we're the first ones to hit the road. And there's a hundy sticking out of your purse. I'm sorry, mom, but the boys need coffee. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry, but um, yeah. Oh my god! But uh, so that's so when hilarious. I <laughs> so when I read the Cardi B thing, I'm just like, damn, that's that's actually funny. A word actually kind of popped. I was like, that's funny though. But you know, again, the PC culture, the whole like, we must do something about this culture. They're not gonna let that slide. So listen, I man, know. I gotta I, I gotta say, man, a lot of these cats out here. Or semi woke man, they not they not fully woke. They semi woke. They pick and choose who they want. Is it's, it's a weird time. Yeah, man. like right right you know, now while I was right now while I was waiting to head back from you like in the mornings. I know you're busy and everything with with your, with your girls and everything. I was like, I'm play some Call of Duty, so I'm just thinking while I'm playing, and I'm like, yo, it's crazy that like. We cancel people now. Like back in the days, it was the network. Yeah. Like if you had a show, the network execs would be like, "Listen, <laughs> we're not gonna renew you." The fucking Marlins brothers never even got a final episode. You know what I mean? Like, damn. Then yeah, now in today's day, we cancel each other, man. It's crazy. Yeah, but you know what? You know what's scary about that? And I always say, it, you don't leave room for people to grow and make a mistake. 
you know. All right, you made I made a mistake in the past. I wouldn't do that now. Right, obviously. You know what I'm saying? You're in your twenties, you're hungry, you're starving, your mental is way different. Yeah. Hell yeah, bro. And that, and that's the, and that's that's the problem with the cancel culture. And it's like, oh, we got we got we're gonna rip them down right now. It's like, okay, but what if it's a mistake? What if the, the truth comes like, oh it, you know, it didn't it didn't go down like that. Yeah. Then yeah. yeah, like Roseanne, they went and ripped Roseanne right out of her show. They they'll just they'll just <laughs> oh Louis C.K. They just boom, we you done. Yo. That's it. Boom, boom, boom. We're done. No more show for you. Like, damn, they taking food off people's table. Like, damn. But you know, well, people, no, well, I mean, no, I'm not saying they're crying for Roseanne and fucking Louis C.K. But you but still, yeah. bro, but still in, generated income is exactly. generated income, yeah. bro. If you stop someone's well, income from coming in, that's like, damn, you're hurting people's wallet. That's kind of messed up. Yo, and I know Louis C.K. got two little girls <laughs> and, and alimony, if I'm not mistaken. <laughs> Shoot, Louis C.K. Like, he's, yo, he's too funny, man. I was watching one of his YouTube clips, of, like, you know, be like Louis C.K. Savage Moments or whatever. Um, yeah, and he was roasting Jay Leno right in his face, bro. He was on The Tonight Show, and he was just roasting <laughs> him in his chin and shit. I remember the jokes, but I'm like, yo, Louis is a savage. And he does it so good that Jay Leno was just laughing. Like, it wasn't like he was, like, roast, like an, it wasn't dark. Like, it was, like, funny. Like, he was just dead roasting him in his face. It even had Leno laughing himself. But, that, you know, that's that that everybody's a winner kind of culture, and, uh, you know, I can't take it. So, so let me ask you, how do you feel about raising kids now in, in this generation? That's some that must blow your mind in a way, right? Do you feel like I gotta, I, I'm gonna show them the old school way, or what? Well, hey, girl, I have daughters, and I don't know how if everybody out there might they may agree with me, it may not, but girls make you soft, you know, like uh, it's hard. Like, I want them, I'm I want them to be tough, but I also want them to be ladylike. Yeah. You know? Like I, my when my daughters fall, I really don't run over and pick them up. I tell you, know, unless they like seriously mm-hmm. hurt, it's more like yo, stand up on your own, get your okay, nothing's mm-hmm. broken. And you know they look at me crazy like yo, you're not gonna hug me. So yo, walk over and you can. Bubba's gonna give you a hug, but you got you got to learn how to get up on your own. You know, you can't you can't get what you want all the time. Yeah, a little a little bit of struggle. Yeah, like because struggle's good. Not not a lot, but uh, you know you don't want to kick them to the streets. You know what I mean? Like ten ten years old. No, like, no, not at all. Come back when you're a woman or nothing like that. Like you know, like like because you know, <laughs> I had a I had, my ex uh, my ex girlfriend her brother he has two boys and he used to joke and say I'm gonna just send them to the woods because they were like like little like five or whatever. He's like I'm gonna just send them, I'm gonna just throw them in the woods and tell them don't come back to you're a man. <laughs> Say three hundred, but um, but yeah, but it, but just part of that same mentality of growing up with you know you need a you need a little bit of struggle just so you can toughen up. It makes you a little tougher when you're older and shit. Yeah, like I don't know if when my daughters start playing sports, um, I don't know if I'm gonna let them accept like a participation trophy. Mm, I feel you, you. I feel you. Well, that whole culture maybe that'll change by the time they start getting into sports because that conversation comes up a lot, even on ESPN and stuff. They talk about that the the whole participation, whatever culture, whatever crap. Um, hopefully that's eradicated by the time they're playing sports and stuff. You know what I mean? Because at least people are having conversations yeah. about that. I don't know if it's gonna change anything, but. Yeah, you don't get a job, yo, Kenny. When you went for an interview, right? They didn't say like, "Yo, we're gonna give you the interview, uh, the job just because you showed You're right. up." <laughs> You're right. Yeah, I mean, they they didn't do it like that. You didn't get the job just because you showed up. <laughs> yeah, I mean, so 
It's where oh speaking of and this time I know I got talk, Kenny. Yeah, I was watching the Motley Crew movie on Netflix, right? And Which one was it called? It nah, uh, the Dirt is a the Motley Crew biopic. Oh no no no, I haven't seen so, that. Yo, so I'm watching it right, and I'm like, one, I'm like, damn, a younger me definitely would have been partying with these dudes. <laughs> like these, who, who, these dudes are partying. I mean, of, oh, who wouldn't? You know what I mean? It's Motley Crew, bro. Shit. But, <laughs> <laughs> you gotta, you gotta see the movie. But there is a scene in there, and uh, it's when Vinny's when Vinny's daughter passes mm-hmm. from cancer, and she's like, she's like five oh, or wow, six. Oh wow, damn. And I'm sitting there, and she and she has she has this exchange with, with with Vinny, where it's just like, "Daddy, take me home." And he's like, "Yo, I can't right now." She's like, "I don't like it here. It's scary here. I don't want to be here." And she's in the hospital. He's like, "I know, baby, but you know, after the doctors help you, I can take you home." And I'm sitting there watching it, and my daughter's, my oldest is around girl's age in the movie, and I'm like, "Shit, man, I can't watch it." Like, <laughs> up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, wow. No, no, no. I, I like, hear you, bro. I hear you, man. That's crazy. That's crazy. Yeah, I, I almost felt thing. that just listening through, just listening over the phone. I'm like, damn, I could feel that. <laughs> yeah, man. Uh, but the, other than that, man, like, I don't know. The biopic is uh, the biopic was done well. Machine Gun Kelly did his thing. It's uh, it, it was really. It was, what do you mean? Uh, like he produced uh, it? No, Machine Gun Kelly played. Tom oh, Hanks. it has like a uh, reenactment type stuff going on. Yeah, it's like a, a legit. Oh, it's a film, film. My bad. I'm thinking like a documentary where yeah. they sit down interviews. So you talking about okay? It's a it's a film. Okay, I got you. And he plays. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah, man. Yeah, it's, yeah. It's, I think I think uh, uh, Machine Gun Kelly. He should just stick to acting more. <laughs> hey, and no, that's not even an insult, bro. That's that's acting. It's bad money in acting. Yo, I yeah, mean, he's acting, yeah, yeah, like, yeah, and he's already popular, so he'll get big roles and good money. Shit, I would rather act than make. Well, uh, yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah, it's just when he went to head to head with Eminem, I was like, whoa, bro, chill out, chill out, Papa. Well, listen, he punched. I know. I listen. I talked. I talked. I talked about this already, but he punched Eminem in the mouth in, 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 when he when he first came out. I can't front on that, man. He well, this record, well, first, well, that, well, that's he even. You let him know he was there. Well, that that furthers the point of him acting. Like, look, you you came in the game. You made you made a little name, but before Eminem like fully uh, Benzino's you, like just like just go to acting. Like, <laughs> you you got you got you you won a few rounds. Now before he finishes the whole fight, just go to acting or something. Do something on some funny shit. Yeah. Uh, well, he's gonna have to get some some of them tats covered up. So yeah, he tatted all the way up. Word, man. But yeah, man. Now I wanted, but good looking, bro, for hitting me up and uh, chopping it up with me, bro. Well, yeah, no doubt, man. I, I appreciate it, man. And anytime, can like this is dope, man. Any anytime, man. Anytime you need you need me, man. Just just reach out, bro. I'm here. Yeah, thank you, man. I can't wait to tell Steve that I had you on. It's funny because it's like a you things. I'm like, what the hell. <laughs> I know, like, I it's like, oh, wait, I did, like, I that's my man. What are you doing, right? right? Like, uh, but, um, yeah, bro, how, how can I find you, like, on Twitter or something like that? Like, add you, or yeah, it's uh, regular, uh, regular underscore Nas N A Z. That's on Twitter, and Instagram. Mm-hmm. Also, check me out on uh, Grassroots Podcast as R O U T E S on YouTube and uh, Apple Music. 
Apple Podcasts. So yeah, you guys, we can check me out, man. Hit me up. Yo, my brother, it's been good, man. We just chopped it up for an hour. Um, yeah, man, it's been great catching up, bro. Yo, next time we do, this, yo, my man, pops, do my this pops lives in New, my pops lives in New York, and right now one of my like long term goals is to move back to New York. So we're gonna link up really soon, bro. Sooner than you think. Yo, man, I'm with it, and like I said, man, next next time you have me on, we are gonna do the dream booking, man. Hey, listen, man, next time, next home. time it'll, hey, next time it'll probably be in person. Yeah, I'm with it. You know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm with it, man. That's the shit I'm on right yeah. now. I'm trying to like talk my talking into existence. I'm trying to get myself back to New York. So, and then you in Newro, like you right next to my dad. I'm always up there hanging out with him. My brother lives up there. My niece was just born. I ain't even get to see her yet, man. Bless her soul. I gotta go. I still, got, I'm still like overdue on a trip to Newro. That's why I'm like, bro. And then Kelly Kells, my homegirl Kelly, you know Kelly Kells. Yeah, 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 so you know, I got a lot of you know, yeah, a lot of I'm overdue on just a whole New York visit in general, man. So yeah, bro, we're gonna link up. All right, man, no yeah, doubt. Sir, man, man, I enjoy your day. I know you got a busy day, but um, yeah, man, we'll talk, bro. All right, can't All right stay you too, up, man. bro.